Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. If you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge, So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses creams and serums are made of 70 percent water 15 percent preservatives and emulsifiers leaving only around 15 percent for the active ingredients that your skin needs but luckily now there's fiber skincare 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. 
If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. I remember walking down to the beaches of paradise very pessimistic. I even told myself, just leave this place single. But as soon as I hit the sand, I was a nervous wreck. I started losing it. I was anxious, straight panic. And then, there you were. Brown eyes, beautiful smile, curly hair. I took a deep breath. I walked over to you and said, Walls, I'm so happy you're here. I remember walking down to the beaches of paradise. Very pessimistic. I even told myself, just leave this place single. But as soon as I hit the sand, I was a nervous wreck. I started losing it. I was anxious, straight panic. And then there you were. Brown eyes, beautiful smile, girly hair. I took a deep breath. I walked over to you and said, Walls, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Had to be done. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and what a treat <laughs> Grocery has given us on this day. We, of course, are going to be talking about his you, uh, his second wedding to Serena, but Jesus Christ, just the gift that keeps on giving. Very quickly, Grocery has become wow. my favorite person in the nation. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. all of that, of course. Uh, well, I'm so happy you're here. I've just been repeating that to <laughs> yeah. myself all day. Is that <laughs> is that good? Yeah, it's great. Um <laughs> We're going to be talking about all of that, of course, and we've got a lot to cover because we weren't here last week. We took a week off, so we will be covering some of the news that has happened that we were not here to cover. And, of course, Mm. we're going to be talking about uh, all those parasocial plays, the news. We've got our screams. The nation does not take vacation. The nation don't take no vacation, but we did, uh, kind of. Um, At any rate, (laughs) before we jump into today's Twibbon, this is, of course, This Week in Bachelor Nation. We do this at the end of every week, but our schedule is going to be changing very soon, two weeks from now. Get ready. When Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise move to Thursdays, this is how we're going to cover it. We're going to do a recap of both Golden Bachelor and BIP that will come out the Friday morning after the Thursday night air date of that. So we're going to do our best to to jam-pack it all into one, one show. We do not abide by the lunar calendar. We abide by the nation's calendar. And it says episodes Friday. Yes. And our twibbins will shift then to Tuesday. So they're going to be essentially just reversed order. We hope you'll join us for all that. But we also have some interesting merch here to discuss. We have some Dallas Source merch now available at GameOfRoses.co. It's designed by Ella Tolkien, as much of our stuff is, and it's beautiful. A giant glowing cross over the city skyline of my hometown, Dallas, Texas. I can't wait to sport some of this merch as soon as I get it. 
Uh, but please go check that out at gameofroses.co as well as all of our... The hometown of our nation. It truly is. But we have all of our other parasocial team merch available there too. San Diego Crew, LA Icons, New York City Influence, Chicago Clout, Denver High, Nashville Sliders. These turned out so well. This we, this whole collection we have now, Ella Talkin did an amazing job. And yeah. the Dallas Source one, I will say, is worth the wait. Indeed. And if you've been waiting to join the Game of Roses Patreon to dive headfirst into the pit, now is the best time to do it. Let me explain myself. You see, last week we did an episode talking about the Instagram rookies of Golden Bachelor incoming. If you go to Patreon, Mm -hmm. you can watch video of that breakdown along with all the stuff we're talking about on Instagram. So you don't have to go to Instagram and scroll through to find the pictures we're talking about. They're all in that video as we're talking about. Remember to say the handle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is there right now. Also coming up in the next few weeks is about to be a tidal wave of Clues Corner content. Well, wait, next week we're going to do the one for BIP, the same thing. Yes. We'll have the video breakdown and we're going to go through all the Instagrams of all of the First Sand crew. That will be available on Tuesday. And then starting that Friday, Love is Blind Season 5 comes out on Netflix and Clues <gasps> Corner is going to be popping off with all of that. What city? Uh, I think this one is North Carolina or Atlanta. I forget where they're doing this one. Oh my God, I can't wait. Because I think the DC one is the one they're shooting now. At any rate, that's coming out. I'm also going to be co- covering World's uh, Most Insane Warrior, the toughest special forces military man on the planet, or whatever the name of that show is. <laughs> is that the title? <laughs> it's called Machine Gun Dudes. How many bullets can you shoot? I don't know what it is, but it's military uh, people torturing ex-Bachelor players Nick Vial and Tyler Cameron. I will be watching that as well. We're going to see how that trio with Jojo Siwa develops. Oh my God, please let that become something. But... Uh, you could also right now go into our Patreon and join along with me as I go back through Bachelorette Season 1. I'm about halfway through with that. All of that is going to be available within the next couple of weeks too. Uh, but you can get Episodes 1, 2, and 3 of Bachelorette Season 1 right now with my commentary, reactions, and adoration. I lulled at the clip of you saying, that's a Dracula, 100%. He is. Th- I'm telling you, go watch this <laughs> shit. It's about Dark Lord Harrison. Yeah, Dark Lord Harrison in season one of Bachelor. I thought it really didn't happen until season four of Bachelor, his dark turn. But I think it was season mm-hmm. one of Bachelorette now, from which came Bob Gingin Guinea. He was a player on Bachelorette season one. He became Bachelor season four. I mean, if you think about it, it he did another pilot, another successful pilot where he's the host. Yes. I think his smugness, you can tell it in season one. Go watch Clue's Corner. You can tell his smugness. It's beginning there. You can see it. I hope you're isolating and enhancing that so we can really get a good bug. My technology won't permit me to isolate or enhance that, but I will be doing isolations and enhancements of Love is Blind season five. At any rate, we got a lot of stuff coming out and coming up, and we're we're super excited about Golden Bachelor. I personally believe it's going to reinvigorate oh the nation. I think a lot of people who fell off during the bubble seasons, rightly so, understandably so, I think they're going to come back to give Golden Bachelor a chance, and I think it's going to be done well enough that it's going to bring people back into the fold. I can't wait. I mean, after recording our breakdown of all the Instagram profiles, I was like, Holy shit. There are six to 10 players I am super excited about watching. Sweet Num's friend, like best friend, is one of the fucking players. The Honey Bears. The Honey Bears are taking over. Bachelor Nation. Chicago Honey Bears represent. Uh, 
Speaking of all that, let's now move on to our first portion of this program. It is, of course, called Game Game of Roses. Roses. State of the Game. We have mentioned a lot about what is going on in the nation. We know kind of where we are now. Fleiss is gone. Many, if not all of his loyalists, gone. Has the poison been taken out of the well? We don't know mm. exactly. Are the sauce wars over? Sauce wars are never going to be over because there's always going to be the narrative that any of this is real, that these people really love each other, et cetera, et cetera, that they're not there for Instagram followers. That narrative is part of the show, and, and that will always be to some degree a lie. So I think this, the sauce wars will continue on forever. Sauce wars to the sauce strikes back. Uh, maybe. Or maybe the tea gets in there. I'm not sure, but... The rise of walls. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. Sauce wars to the, walls, the rise of walls. All we know is that Fleiss is gone, many of his loyalists are gone, and the only evidence we have of how that's going to affect our beloved game is Charity Lawson's Bachelorette Season 20, which by our standards by our analysis, was one of the greatest seasons in recent history. Definitely the best of the mm-hmm. the post-bubble season era. Something that really struck me today was we were having our weekly meeting, as we do, and the Dark Seekers still had this background of the woman in the audience who was wearing the Sex Week t-shirt mm, yeah. at the after the final rose. And I was like, I was very struck by this because I was like, oh, we had that. And then we had Sweet Nums, Brayden next to Rachel Recchia in the audience. We had the Council of Crowns. We had all like it just had elevated so much in every single way that we had hoped. We really were optimistic that this season would bring us. And yeah, really, really just solidified that for me. I'm very grateful. As am I. Because this is our lives. (laughs) I think that the producers are doing a fantastic job, at least they did in charity season, of turning some correct corners, reversing course on some paths that I think the show has gone down for a very long time that have been detrimental to it. And uh, I think, personally, that Golden Bachelor, like I was saying, is going to reinvigorate interest in this show. I think Mm -hmm. Gary Turner and possibly some of his top players are going to become the most talked about people in reality television for a minute, which means all focus is going to come back to Bachelor as the pinnacle reality television dating format. With that attention, Mm -hmm. you're going to move into Bachelor season 28. And that's what I want to talk about primarily to anyone who might be listening (laughs) that there are things that need to be done in Bachelor Season 28. Now, Golden Bachelor and BIP9 are shot. I'm about to lay it out for, again, anyone who might be listening. These other two seasons are already shot. You've got Golden Bachelor in the can. You've got Bachelor in Paradise Season 9 in the can. They are editing, and yes, you can make a lot of creative decisions during the cuts to you know, feature this player or that player or this thing or that thing. But the production of those seasons is done. Unless you want to really do some some crazy uh, Courtney Robertson Bachelor Season 16 shit where you fly players back to reshoot things that never happened. And uh-huh. they may do that. I don't know. But unless you want to have to do that, you have what you have on those seasons. 28, though, Bachelor Season 28, which is going to air next January, has not yet been shot, but it's about to be players fly out for bachelor season 28 in about a week week and a half and shooting begins a week after that roughly okay so 
again, to whoever may be listening, if you are in any way uh, involved in shooting Bachelor Season 28, here's what you have to do. You need a superstar player. This is somebody that I don't know that we've ever even seen in a Bachelor show before. You are on the right track with what you did with Braden. You feature a villain. Mm -hmm. You make them fun. You make them likable. You give them... I mean, I'm not saying that you need to give this next person the fimp necessarily, but you did do that with Brayden, which means you you make them viable. Why not? Get the most attention for it. I agree. I mean, I think it's a smart move to do it. But what you're trying to build in season 28 is a player that becomes the biggest reality TV person of the year. You want a celebrity to come out of 28 mm. to go on to bigger, better things. I love that. You have to do this. Yes. Because otherwise, if you keep it so insular... Find a celebrity. Well, create a celebrity. Like a pre-celebrity. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. You make one. But someone with star quality... Absolutely. And I'm sure in your casting pool, I'm sure there's at least one or two of these players. All you have to do is support what their play style is because these players... You know what you want? What's up? You want somebody who is like going to come out of it as a star and is going to go bang an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Somebody who gets into like an A-list relationship is fine. That would be fantastic. But in the, the construction of this season, you need to do some very specific things to support this happening because you want somebody to come out of the show that explodes into the world of reality TV that says, Bachelor is now producing the next Kim Kardashian, the mm -hmm. next whatever. That the biggest reality stars come out of Bachelor now. That hasn't been the case for a very long time. You need to take this top spot again. Here's exactly how to do it. You lean hard into something you already know works with Braden Bowers. Fashion. There are going to be some players coming into 28, into the player pool, who are going to do weird things with fashion. Let them do it. Hmm. In past seasons, you have had players get tamped down, telling producers, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to wear this crazy thing. I want to do this crazy thing. And producers say, no, don't do that because it's outside mm -hmm. of the scope of their control and outside of the scope of what the game normally is. Allow it in season 28. Not only allow it, empower it. Put it on a fucking pedestal. Give it screen time. That's what's going to make shit pop because you've got this, this one opportunity with Bachelor season 28, I think, where, again, people are coming back from Golden Bachelor. That season's going to mm -hmm. be successful. People are going to like it. And they're going to have that format back in their fucking mouth. They're going to be like, shit, that is fun. I do like watching the, the Bachelor date 30 women, game of attrition, now let me see what the real show is, the one that's not Gary Turner. Let's see if it's better than I remember it. And you've got to make it fucking amazing. It's got to have big, larger-than-life characters, no bad intentions. I mean, Paradise has to be that. I don't know if that's true, because Paradise is a different format. It's on right after. Yeah, and you're going to have Braden in there. That's your best lead-in. It's not really, though, because I'm telling you, people are going to watch Golden Bachelor. From Golden Bachelor? But I personally think Bachelor in Paradise is going to have a huge drop-off. I think it'll still be successful, but I don't think Golden Bachelor, that audience, I don't think is going to carry over into BIP exactly. You think that it'll be more likely to carry over into the next Bachelor season than it will into this season of BIP? Absolutely. Because what you're okay. asking with Golden Bachelor is also a low ask. It's only an hour. You got to watch this thing from mm -hmm. eight to nine, and then you can check out. At nine o'clock, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like, oh, fuck, do I really want to watch two hours of BIP from 9 to 11? No. 
almost no one's going to do that. I mean, I think even <laughs> hardcore Bachelor fans are going to be like, it's too fucking much. I'll watch that hour yeah. and that show's good. Am I going to watch three hours of Bachelor every night? I mean, I will be. Of course, we're going to do it, but we're not normal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, I think Golden Bachelor is going to do a very good job of teeing up the premise of The Bachelor again to people who have fallen off in the audience. And yes, I think they are going to be looking very forward to January or at least give it a try. Are you pro or anti? Corinne Olympios comes back as a veteran player on Joey's season. Always pro. And that brings up a very good point. In season 28, you need somebody like a current Olympios who bends the rules of the game. Don't punish a player for doing that this season because that's the shit mm. that we fucking love. When current Olympios in season 21 fucking slept through a rose ceremony, everybody watching the show was like, oh my fucking God, I've never seen anything like that before. And it's not to say anything that she wasn't 4TRR or 4TWR or whatever. She just didn't adhere to this kind of unspoken rule that you have to fucking kowtow to the the structure of the game. She bent it a little bit and we fucking loved it. Let some players bend the rules. She was the star of that whole season. Same shit. Can't even remember who the bachelor was. Do it as a fucking homage. Have somebody sleep through a rose ceremony. Have somebody fucking pick up the (laughs) fimp and walk around with it. These are like verboten things that we've seen done a couple of times in past seasons and players get all crazy and mad. Let that happen. Let players bend the fucking rules. Let the players play and definitely elevate whatever player is popping off that camera the most. Elevate that player. Build a deep run for them. We want to see as much of them as we can. Braden went home too soon. Period. Keep Mm -hmm. them in the fucking game. The charismatic people. This is the blueprint for 28 is pick a star and make them a fucking star that is bigger than The Bachelor. And I know that's a, a hard thing to swallow for producers because a lot of the producer tier, I feel like, still wants that control of the show, still is like, this is our show and the players are beneath us. But that mm-hmm. I, that way of thinking has to change now because what you really want The Bachelor to be is the best reality show for developing superstars. You want it to be the place where big reality people are coming through. You want it to be the must-see dating reality yes, show because it's not right now like you have to be watching this show like they have the best people it's the most interesting things that are happening and i would even say this is a, all the things that i've said now i don't think are big asks i think these are things that are easily doable it just cha- takes a little bit of a, a shift in mm-hmm. thinking about how you're going to present the game and which players you're going to support not punishing villains but supporting them that kind of thing but that said you know you're looking also at what they do in Love is Blind. It's it's at this point not even arguable. Love is Blind is the most important reality dating format. It has the most cultural impact, the most people watch it, et cetera, et cetera. What they do in that show, and I think why this is the case, is not only that it looks more contemporary, and that's a whole other thing, like what you're going to make this show look like, but they allow them to have conversations about things like abortion. They allow them to have real conversations. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a decision that the producers don't even get to make. Things that people are going to be talking about around the water cooler. Uh, politics, uh, social things, whatever. This is a decision that the producers of Bachelor don't make. That's an ABC decision. Will they allow these things on their broadcast network? The answer may mm-hmm. be no. Like that may be an advertiser thing. Like is Coke and Crest White Strips going to fucking advertise in a show where they're having a candid conversation about abortion? Probably not. Um, so in that regard you can't really compete with streaming but something to think about 
is to have these more realistic conversations uh, allow us to see the characters a little bit more developing through whatever they're talking about. Make it more like modern dating. Yes. And, of course, uh, we must say that the number one thing you have to do in season 28 is have Pace Case and myself host a group date that is us training players how to hooju. Then they do a hooju competition that's a play for time to get extra time with Joey. And again, we will do this for free. We will produce mm-hmm. the segment for you for free. We will come in. We will do this segment for you for free. We would love for you to fly in Kelsey Weir. We would love for you to fly in. Frank. We would love for you to fly in Kelsey Weir and the human skyscraper Nate Olakoya to be the anchor Mm -hmm. uh, for all the players coming and you can work out whatever deals you want to work out with them. That's what people want. We will come and do this for free though. And Mm -hmm. the embrace of the fandom is something that is starting to happen. We definitely saw it in last season and it was fucking beautiful and I think that needs to continue by having us host this fucking group date. Legacy. Legacy. And that's it. That wraps up our state of the game. We hope whoever's listening to this uh, takes heart. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll see some of the stuff actually implemented in season 28. But it's an exciting time. What would be your boldest thing that you'd want to see? Oh, my God. The boldest thing? I would love to see somebody come up and take a rose off the rose pedestal in, the, in a rose ceremony before the name is called. Just walk up and take it. And eat it. Just walk up and take it and go like, were you going to give this to me? I bet you were. And then if it's a yes, it's like, yes, I was. You're super (sighs) dominant. Oh, my God. Something like that. But uh, anyway, there's a great crop of rookies coming into season 28. Treat them well, producers, and have us on that, that. Clues. It is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. (gasps) I'm a source boy, Quince boy. You got no idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. (laughs) Just call me Quinced, King Quinces. Okay. They call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Clues. Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. 
from cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color and the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills, you know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Group date. Now, let's move on. This is... Bachelor Nation News. Of course, you might have uh, noticed that we skipped gains. We have no gains to speak of this week. There is no program airing. Nobody's really making any kind of moves on Instagram or anything. We're going to start up gains probably uh, two weeks from now when Golden Bachelor and BIP start to air. We'll cover that. So let's get into this. First up in Bachelor Nation News, Grocery and Serenier are married. Again, last year, the leader of BIP Season 7's gang of disgruntled females and his BIP Season 7 ring winner entered a legal agreement to be married at a courthouse in New York. But on September 2nd, they were married again at a star-studded ceremony in Charleston, South Carolina. In attendance were the great one and his pregnant fiance Natalie Joy, the journeyman Chris Bukowski and his plus one Anna and our Redmond, Andrew Spencer and his girlfriend Becca Mitchie, Tia Wiener Booth, and the father of her child Taylor Mock. Season 25 Fimp recipient and former San Diego Crew All-Star Abigail Herringer was there with her facial play. Uh, hair with her facial hair play paramour, <laughs> young Noah Herb, as well as voluntary nudity in- innovators, Mari Pepin and Kenny Brash, and the man who does his best to make sure no one in paradise is fucking boring, Wells Adams, <laughs> officiated the wedding while attending with his wife, former Modern Family star, Sarah Hyland. 
Congrats go out to the Maybelline spokes couple on the success of their second wedding. We cannot wait for their third. Wow. A beautiful <laughs> poem. Thank you. I worked hard on that one. <laughs> I, I, need a, I need a second. <laughs> that was gorgeous. <laughs> Speaking of weddings in Bachelor Nation, Bachelor season 17 standout, Gore Girl Sarah Heron and her boyfriend Dylan Brown are officially married after six years of dating. Heron took to Instagram to announce the milestone with a caption that read, on August 27th at mile 75 of the Colorado River in 100-degree tents and a wrinkly wedding dress, my best friend and I finally tied the knot in our own perfect way. I can't wait to adventure for a lifetime with you at Dylan.H.Brown. Hashtag down with Brown. Hashtag elopement. Congrats go out to Heron and Brown on this next chapter of their story. Might see this come up again. Up next in Bachelor Nation News, Hannah Brown is adding yet another feather to her already feather-filled cap with the announcement that she has inked a two-book deal to write romance novels. Wow. (laughs) Yes. I know. I love this fucking shit. In addition to wearing the crown, winning Dancing with the Stars, winning Fox's Special Forces World's Toughest Test. That's the actual title of this show. I like yours. (laughs) Biggest man on campus of the military. (laughs) It might as well be that. Biggestmilitaryhat.net. Hosting a popular podcast and writing a New York Times bestselling memoir, The Beast will join the company of Dark Lord Harrison in the ranks of Bachelor alum who are now turning to romance novelists with her first novel, Mistakes We Never Made, which is set to come out on May 7th of next year with her second book scheduled for summer 2025. Plot for the upcoming rom-com is described as follows. Quote, mistakes we never made will whisk readers away on an epic coastal road trip with Emma and Finn, two former debate team champions who almost made a series of mistakes together years ago. The kiss, the date, the party. Now they're suddenly stuck together for one wild wedding weekend. But when the bride runs off, the pair are tasked with bringing her home. Bring her home to us. And might just fall in love along the way. The beast, the beast growled about her love of novels, saying, "Reading novels has always been a favorite pastime of mine ever since I was a little girl. So these opportunities truly dream come true. My hope with this series is to encapsulate all the things that make rom com novels fun: chemistry, friendship, road trips, with the emotional depth that makes readers feel connected and invested in the story." While this is fiction, I drew a lot of inspiration from my own life and experiences, which is fun for me to see sprinkled throughout the series. Congrats <laughs> to the beast. <laughs> we can't we we can't read. <laughs> we can't wait to read Jesus. some of her prose. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, uh I can't wait for this shit. I am always fascinated as somebody who has written novels, for example. I'm always fascinated to see what Bachelor mm, players do. Humble brag. Creatively. Yes, humble brag. <laughs> Let me know when you're up to five novels, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I can't wait to read this, and I'll probably do it in Clues Corner at some point, as well as some of the Madison Pruitt book that's about to come out. I don't know. FYI. I kind of wait until want to wait until Ashley Iaconetti's reading it from a darkened stage on a group date. Jesus Christ. Do you Jesus think this Christ. book will make it into the document? Uh, no. Like she'd come back if they do a date that's that has to do with it, you know? 
You know, I don't think so because I think Hannah Brown is like done with The Bachelor. I think she has successfully transitioned into. She's on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh fuck, you're right. She's probably promoting the book in that. Yeah, she's got stuff to promote. She has to. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, I think we will. I think we'll see that that same Dark Lord Harrison group date repeat where they all have to write a chapter from a romance novel or whatever, and she comes out and reads it. I love that. I think that can tell you a lot. I agree. Up next in Bachelor Nation news, season 25 Bachelor Matt James took to Instagram recently to support his mother, Patty James, after it was revealed she would be a player in the upcoming Golden Bachelor. Matt wrote the phrase, I C-C-C-U-U-U mama above Patty's headshot via his Instagram story, adding a heart on fire emoji, all set to the sounds of Zaz snooze. We expect Patty James to make a deep run based on her familial ties to Bachelor royalty, but we are unsure whether or not we will see Matt James himself in a possible hometown. James and his ring winner, Rachel Kirkconnell, were forced by producers to break up on camera in order to support the show's narrative, but rejoined a few weeks later and are still going strong today. They have each been vocal about how the franchise has mistreated them, which makes any further appearances in-game seem unlikely. But will they bring mm. them back to the fold? If she's in hometowns. I know. Who else is that? It's his brothers there, but not him. It could be. Empty chair at the table. That would be so bizarre. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers style. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, did you see what happened to him? Injury? Yeah, I think career ending. I did see. I think that's it. I think we saw him. But career ending? Yeah, because he's old. Oh, no. I think he was only going to do one more season with the Jets. And then in the fourth play of his first game this season, he's tore his Achilles tendon. And uh, that's it. Hope they didn't pay a lot of money for him. No, no, he did it for free. They mm. paid an insane amount of money for him and rebuilt their entire team around him. Mm, that's so, tough. Yep. Anyway, for any football fans out there or any Rogers family fans, of course, we're, we uh, we know A-Row bro, Joe Row, now married to JoJo Fletcho. Yep. And now <laughs> for that time in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Walls, I'm so happy you're here. It's time in that show. We go to the parasocial play where we learn all about what's the goings-ons and the technology and, and whatnot. The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. It was the week of the Royal Grocery and Serena wedding, and there were parasocial plays to boot. Wowie! The mother laver saw salesman grocery posted part one of his vows to the Queen of the North, Serena, on Instagram, and it includes a bit about the resident pep talker of paradise, the enemy of boring players, and the couple's officiant, Walls Adams. In it, Grocery acknowledges, Walls, I'm glad you're here. Wall play at the altar? Iconic. The caption reads, Vows part one. Video camera emoji at Light Cannon Films. 193,780 likes for this post. Mm. I'll, I'll just never get out of my head his little speech. The one that we did at the top. The one that we not only played the clip of, but then repeated ourselves. Just a beautifully written joke. Mm -hmm. We transcribed. We read out loud. Nothing makes your, your bride-to-be for the second time feel more secure in your relationship than opening your vows with a joke about the bartender of Bachelor in Paradise. Where she thinks it's compos about her. 
Um, in a carousel post, Grocery also posted a photo of Serena doing tear play, reading a note. The caption reads, just a wonderful night, heart emoji. Third photo is a note Serena gave me with her number on it right after we got engaged. Got it framed because I'm super romantic. Camera emoji <laughs> colon at Olivia Lee dot 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 WP at C-J-J-A-N-D-A. <laughs> 315,464 uh, likes, 1.2K comments. Big numbers, big numbers. Speaking of numbers, Gore Girl and all business style player Jason Tardick released an incredible parasocial play this week. An Instagram post of him and the tennis gazer of the Pacific and our next crown, Joey Grazia Day. The dynamic duo looked absolutely A-lister as Grazia Day sits courtside with his own hero player, Jason Tardick. Tardick captioned it, quote, when your buddy tells you he's going on The Bachelorette, arrow emoji, and then becomes The Bachelor. Great times with the tennis pro at the U.S. Open. We love a coach crown reveal, and this particular one raked in 94,673K likes. Wouldn't be a parasocial play of the week. Yahtzee. <laughs> without, <laughs> wouldn't be a parasocial plays without uh, talking about the great one, of course, Nick Vial and fiance Natalie Joy reveal the sex of their first baby in an Instagram reel where Vial popped a confetti balloon revealing pink confetti. The caption reads, baby Vial is a heart emoji. Is that pink heart emoji? White heart. White heart. That's, a, that's before the reveal. You have oh, to I watch see. The reel. The reel has 134.6k likes and 1.3 million views, and we have no doubt that he popped it on the first try. Brilliant! That's a brilliant line. That's fucking A level <laughs> right you. there. God damn it! That's great. That's fucking great. Gore girl Sarah Heron made a gorgeous parasocial offering this week. An Instagram reel about her recent marriage to longtime boyfriend Dylan Brown, starting with her limo exit on Sean Lowe's season with the caption, I was searching for my fairy tale ending, dot, dot, dot. I thought it would never happen to me. And it's followed by a clip of them eloping, saying that she found her fairy tale at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. The 4TRR Free Spirit Tribute Reel garnered 52.2K likes and 430K views. The Golden Bachelor rookies have entered... The Parasocial Chat. Season one rookie April Lynn Kirkwood made a funny reel about trying pickleball for Gary in it. She repeatedly swings with a tennis racket at a pickleball on a tee in an athletic taut. The caption reads, they say Gary likes pickleball. Don't let my prissy side <laughs> fool you. Game on at Bachelor Nation, <gasps> at Bachelor ABC, at Golden Bachelor ABC, hashtag Golden Bachelor. The reel has 78 likes and 6.2K views. On his honeymoon with Hannah Godwin, All Eggs player Dylan Barber made a TikTok flipping off the camera with his new wedding ring and then a close-up of Godwin swiping on her phone with her brand new wedding ring with the words, TBT, crying on Bachelor in Paradise and now we're married on the video. The caption reads, LOL, sorry, Reddit. This direct attack on the forums reeled in 110.4K likes and 1.1 million views on TikTok. Jesus Christ. 1.1 million views. God damn. All these were strong plays. However, there can be only one winner. And this week, Scarf Captain, Body Glitter Player, and Dangle Nation Warrior Braden Bowers took to his Instagram stories after donning his new San Diego crew hat. He tagged our Instagram and wrote, Your boy has officially joined the pit. 
Opto 2023 has manifested some pretty spectacular events so far. We are so confident in it. We can now look ahead. Opto 2023 will turn into 2020 gore, and we couldn't be more proud. I love this one. I love anytime uh, a player is wearing some official Game of Roses, Roses merch, I'm going to be happy about it. Uh, but to even have Braden say he has officially joined the pit. I'm going to recreate this look. Yeah. He's doing a little face play with the pink San Diego crew hat. I have that hat. I can easily recreate. Just add some glasses. Hmm. Would have liked to see some danglers in it. But but that was our parasocial play of the week. Congrats to Braden Bowers. And now we have to bring up those creatures, of course. This week, Caitlin Bristow enjoyed some Sunday football with Pino. Very, very cute uh, parasocial work there. But there was something a little more interesting. A lucky shark got electronically tagged by parasocial powerhouse Blake Moines and made it into the penis sculptor's main feed. In the second slide of a memorable summer photo dump, Moines posted this video of him hanging off the side of a boat, tagging a literal shark with a tracking device. Outstanding wildlife work, very deserving of the parasocial creature of the week. And I believe this is the first shark who has won uh, the award. So groundbreaking here. And this video has a lot of musk and vask in it too. You don't see that a lot in the creature pose. Yeah, most of his videos do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of musk and a lot of vask in virtually everything he does. That's how you sculpt the best. <laughs> that is true. You got to have very muscular and vascular forearms and hands to be able to sculpt a proper clay penis on a group date. Congratulations to the shark and the sea creature. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. All right. Let's move on to that portion of our program where Pace Case and I jump from the top of a mountain deep into the bottom of a pit where we might find, just like they did uh, in Mexico this week, alien bodies. Somewhere in the pit there are alien bodies. Did you see that? The alien bodies? Uh, no. You didn't no. see this shit? There's alien bodies. Is there a picture? I don't want to derail our whole podcast, but this guy who's a journalist and ufologist had a press conference. <laughs> ufologist? Yeah, he had a press conference in front of the mm -hmm. Mexican Congress where he unveiled okay. two alien little alien bodies. Now, the bottom line is this. They look fake as shit. I'm not going to lie to you. They look <laughs> fake as shit. The bottom line is this, though. This is not good for the message. This is Do you a, think this is a false flag? I don't know what the fuck it is, but I know this. Oh, man. A global government, a.k.a. Mexico, invited this man to come do this in a nationally televised press conference. Why the fuck they're doing that? I don't know. The bodies look fake, but again, a, a giant government was like, yes, we're going to do this. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both 
rosé and white wine, mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, (laughs) and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know. Anyway. And speaking of screaming, <laughs> yeah. our next segment is where we dive deep into the pit and issue forth our screams. This is Scream, Scream 
Springs from the pit. I can't wait to get to your scream, but first, mine. And it's scholarly clues. Sorry to break it to you, but your girl's a scholar, and she's reading a book, audiobook, The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. And it is, you know, I'm walking around Vegas. I'm catching my Pokemon. I'm listening to this book. I'm listening at the pool. And suddenly, I'm shocked because... The plot of this book is that every person in the world receives a box that has a string in it that says how long your lifespan is, basically. Mm. And no one knows what what causes this or anything like that. Nobody knows where the strings are coming from? Mm -mm. All right. And they come to every person 22 or older or when they turn 22. And it basically affects all of the society. Of course. In, in all these different ways. And in one small one, I'm listening, and there is a bachelor long strings and bachelor short strings. So basically there becomes this, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but I thought this was an amazing, uh, you know, minutia in the book. They yeah. allude to it a couple different times, but I was like, this is further evidence that the bachelor is like, is and can be the top, dating game show, you yeah. know, like it is the thing that you use as the example when you're talking about this fictionalized society yes, and how they're pr- approaching a new class of people. I mean, the bachelor is forever, I think intertwined with American pop culture and, and really the identity of us as a fucking nation. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, we've talked about this till we're blue in the face, but it's as important as the NFL and all of that. And if it can get righted, if it can get back in that top spot and kind of reclaim its dominance, I really think it's like sky's the limit for uh, mm-hmm. how influential it becomes. Yeah, it just will always have the status as the baseline, you know. Yes. And it, yeah. Well, it was it was awesome, and of course, it was happening. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to read that book just to read the. The Bachelor Long String and Short String. My scream this week has nothing to do with a book I was reading, but instead an event I was attending. And the outcome of that event, as I was shot um, on video at that event, and then that video was played in a TV show called How To with John Wilson. I realize many of you were uh, watching this show. I got a bunch of DMs about it. Holy shit, is that clues? Oh my God. Yes, it was me. I was at this Alcor Cryonics event. And John Wilson was there and he shot a bunch of video of me and uh, he and I got to talking about Bachelor. He's also a fan. And so he came to my hotel room and he, mm. he shot a bunch of, you know, me looking through our spreadsheets and whatever. And this is my scream. And whatever. You got yeah. so much of our whole <laughs> Yeah, I was talking about PTCs and stuff. I loved it. There were so many references. Yeah. You got Lukowski in there. And my scream is this. I now have the exact same experience, not the exact same, it's not as not as robust, but a similar experience to what players go through when they have to come off the show and explain to people, you didn't see everything. You just saw the edit, okay? I got so many DMs, because I say at the end of the clip yeah. that they use, uh, one of my quotes is like, how do you reconcile spending so much time in this thing that is bad? That's the clip that's in the show. And mm-hmm. so I got all these DMs being like, what? You think The Bachelor's bad? And da 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 
you didn't see all the footage. Oh my god! I was having a conversation. You're defending your villain in it. <laughs> yes, I'm defending my villain in it. Yes, I say I was basically defining what it is to be complicit that in all reality TV, we all kind of have this feeling that like we're indulging in this thing, giving this thing our time that in one way or another is like, you know, in bachelor's case has been racist for a very long time that they are doing Mm -hmm. these bad things. So I was talking about how do you reconcile giving all your time and effort to this thing and the end part of that, which again, didn't make the cut. I got my edit was bad. <laughs> it was that I said, you ultimately find that you love whatever you love about that thing. And for The Bachelor, for us, for me anyway, it's like the game structure. I love that. And I, wa- I love watching players play well mm-hmm. in it. And so by devoting your time to the study of this thing. In the same way that people love sports. Yeah, that are- exactly. And, and ultimately, I said, so, you know, how do you reconcile putting all this time and effort into something that's in quotes bad is you find the thing that's good in it. And then you try to use your analysis to make it even better, to have some influence Mm. over the thing itself. That was not in the show. So I just want everyone (laughs) to know who DM'd me saying like, what you think the bachelor's bad? No, I don't. That part just wasn't in the edit. I got, Again, I got the same experience, or I got I got to That's feel so funny. Yeah, I got oh, to feel geez. like what it's like. I think for a player, like at least a little bit, a little taste of of that kind of thing. When I got all these DMs flooding me, being like, "What? Why do you think it's bad?" It's like I, don't. I love that show. If you have the time, I suggest starting from season one, and you'll be very happy. But Clues' episode doesn't come till the end of season three. But it's I'm in the final episode of the whole series. That's it. It's amazing. Oh, it's done after. Yeah, this? that's the last episode. Oh my god, you're in the series finale. Yeah. Oh my god. That's right. Big part of the document clues. I'm yes. so proud of you. I but, couldn't believe how many facts you got in, and you were just like, "Bing, bam, boom." That's right. I was trying to get it in as much as I could, pack it in there. But you thanks did. to John Wilson for including me in the ultimate episode of his his show, which is a great show. Of course, you can watch it on um, HB or sorry, Max. You can watch it on Max if you have that streaming uh, platform. Now let's move on. And uh, it's such a unique like style of show. Oh, it's all him, all him. Yeah. When I was there watching this, there was literally not a second that this man was not walking around with a fucking camera in his hand shooting stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's just attached to his body. And that's like the feeling you get from his show too. <laughs> that like everything he's totally. seeing, you're seeing, and he's cutting it together in some kind of, it's almost both incoherent and completely coherent simultaneously. You're it's very strange. like his thought process and like yeah. things he's going through are reflected through these things. And like, it's really interesting. It definitely, <laughs> I will say it definitely made me not want to live in New York. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's always got shots of people in New York just like pissing on the sides of walls or like just doing some horrible thing. And you're like, oh, my God, New York is hell just on earth. Horrible thing. Uh, but teach their own. And now let's move on. We have one more scream here to listen to. We're going to play a scream from somebody who sent it in. If you want to send in your scream, you just go to patreon.com slash game of roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the Game of Roses Discord. In that Discord, there is a channel called Screams. You can upload your one minute or under audio clip of your very own scream. We listen to the best ones here and analyze them. Today, this one comes to us from Catherine S. We're going to listen 
and discuss. Here we go. Hey, Pitt. So I was recently at a leadership offsite for my job, and we were at the nighttime portion socializing, and of course I brought up The Bachelor. Unfortunately, no one was in the pit, but someone at the table behind me said that his friend was on that show, so I immediately abandoned the conversation I was in to ask this gentleman, who is your friend? Well, it was none other than Mr. Wells Adams, and it gets better from here. So apparently Wells and this guy, who will remain nameless, were close in Nashville but grew apart when he moved to L.A., so I updated him, of course, on all aspects of Wells' life. I told him that Carl had died. I guess his dog and Carl used to play together, and... um he had no idea that Wells was the bartender or even was still involved in the show. I'd gone back at all. Apparently, when Wells initially went on The Bachelorette, when he got back, he told this guy that if he ever goes back on the show, to never talk to him again. So anyway, that was the most exciting moment. And I'm pretty sure I manifested this because I've been waiting to have a scream for you. Praise be our beloved game. Thank you, Catherine S. I'm glad that your wow. dark dreams came true, that you manifested a scream for us. You've been waiting a long time to do it, and I think that is a scream in and of itself. That's my favorite part of the scream, manifesting the scream. I'm wondering if I am doing this to myself now. I'm like, I believe we did Opto 2023, so now I'm like, wait, am I manifesting screams to put them into the podcast? I will tell you about manifestation and the more uh, woo-woo things in reality. This is my feeling on it. Wait, what? You have a witchy moment? Well, manifestation is, I would I would put it in the woo-woo category. I mm. feel, as I'm getting older in life, and also science is kind of backing this up. We know that observation affects reality. Can we manifest things? I don't know. Or is it just hard work? I don't know. Or is it a combination of the two? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But I don't think that it ever hurts to really focus on something that you want to happen. Some event, some occurrence and try to make it happen. I think these are maybe intertwined. But yes, manifesting a scream is a scream in and of itself. Mm. Okay, I got I to gotta put more details into what I'm picturing for this Huju group date, I think. Mm. What are you wearing? Me? Who, me? Yeah, as the host. Well, I mean, I would love to be wearing head-to-toe gore merch, but I don't think they would allow that in the show. <laughs> I'd probably have to wear whatever they want. What about a neon green bodysuit? Sure. Because I just think that would be funny flying through the air. Because you're going to demonstrate, right? I Only. have to hood you? Yeah, I thought we agreed to this. I feel like we're more in like coach outfits. We're more like NFL coachy. Okay, what do you want me to manifest you wearing? <laughs> you know, head to toe, black bodysuit probably with black parasol, black sunglasses, caked on sunscreen so that I look like a ghost. Okay, yes, we both have black parasols. I like that. Yeah, let's make it gothic a little bit. Why not? But thank you again, Catherine S., for the scream. We must say, all this information about Wells, completely unsubstantiated. We cannot support the claims that this uh, third party to a third party has made about about Wells in any way. But um, I will say this. Wells, I'm so unhappy you're never texting me again. <laughs> I will say that the, the other part of the scream that I find interesting is that you never know when or where you're going to be sitting within the proximity of somebody who has a personal connection to the show, either mm. by being on it or know somebody that was on it or whatever. So always keep a lookout. You might as well talk to every stranger about it. Listen, I'll double scream you. You want another scream? You want a plane? I'm going to double scream you. You got to see. You got to see who's connected. <laughs> yeah. If Grocery and Serena get two weddings, <laughs> I get two screams this week. Uh-oh. All right? Okay. I was in the okay. back seat of an Uber a few days ago. 
and I get in and um, I'm just like, fuck it. Let's see where this goes. Sometimes I'll just try to do a cold pull into the pit, cold drag, uh, sight unseen. Oh, God. And it turns out These this was a dude, too. Cool. This was probably like a 30-whatever-year-old guy. And I'm just like, hey, do you watch The Bachelor? And he's like, I used to, but I stopped after the Claire Crawley season. It started getting really bad, and I tried to come back in and Matt James' season and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. It's way better now. And this was maybe like a 30-minute Uber ride. By the end of it, we were listening to Game of Roses in his car. No, no. Yeah, thank wow. you. Wow. I would be so uncomfortable if they started playing it on speaker. I loved it. Yeah, but that's just why you and I are like yin and yang. I suppose so. But thank you again, Catherine S., for that lovely scream, that delicious mm -hmm. scream. Um, if you or anyone else wants to send in their scream again, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of that pit and fire your screams away. The Dark Seeker listens to them all. She just has a mind full of screams now. Um, and it gives us the best <laughs> ones here. But thank you again, everyone, for tuning into This Week in Bachelor Nation. We're going to be back on Monday with Digging Deeper. We are going to be back on Tuesday with the Instagram breakdowns of all of the first sand players of BIP season nine. We hope you'll be around for that. This is a big gore week. Every week's going to be a big gore week until about the middle of November now because there is a tidal wave of shit coming. I'm going to cover it all, including also on Monday, the next episodes of me doing Bachelorette season one and Clues Corner will be available. So tune in for all of that. And before we go, as always, what is that dwab at? It's been 7,844 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 